Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. As it went longer, I thought, oh, my God, Mbappe is going to steal this from Messi. And then Messi's going to steal it back. And then all of a sudden it came down to PKs and Martinez was a better goalie. Uh, but, you know, give Argentina credit. You know, you start out, it's 2-0. And then I go, oh, is this how it's going to be? It's like, man, all right. I guess it's going to be a blowout. And all of a sudden, bang, bang. And I go, okay, here we go. Wonderful, wonderful moments there. And I thought Fox did a great job, camera work, getting, uh, you know, a lot of the reaction. And uh, there was certainly a lot of that. But it was it was fun. And uh, it's something that I'm I'm going to remember where I was. And I was watching probably with 10 people there. But it ended right at 1255, just in time for Fox (laughs) to go. And here's the Cowboys and the Jaguars. If you want to know what Dan Patrick said next, just podcast it. By searching The Dan Patrick Show. And as always, you can listen to Dan Patrick live weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. This is The Herd. Attention listeners. With Colin Cowherd. Everybody wants to dump on the Dallas Cowboys today. The Jacksonville Jaguars have found their star quarterback and have found the coach to elevate the quarterback. And we do not have a lot of that in this league. Cincinnati, Kansas City, there's not a lot. We like the Chargers quarterback. We don't love the coach. The Jags got their guys, head coach and quarterback. Dallas had a very good game plan. Took a 14-0 lead. Dak was fine. Three touchdowns and a passer rating over 105. Dak was fine. But Dallas isn't special. They're just good. And good teams lose on the road all the time to other good teams with ascending superstar quarterbacks and the right coach. If you're disappointed in Dallas today, then guess what? You've got to align realistic expectations to what's actually happening. This is The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Wow. Weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Working together. Can pros and Joes work together? I'm a defensive guy. Can they find common ground? Is everybody this sensitive all of a sudden? You're damn right they can. And they're taking mornings to a whole new level. I'm starting to get a little antsy in my pants. I don't know how else to put it. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox. Coming around. It's our show. It's two pros and a cup of joe. Jump on board. Weekdays at 6 Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. FS1. To find FS1 on your television, go to foxsports.com for details. FS1. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. 
This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Bleed at Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Ains, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. I want to thank our title sponsor, Louisiana National Bank. You can get us on the O'Neill Gas Hotline or text line, 888-993-7762. Uh, Beck Haynes, good evening to you. Good evening, BC. It's a Glad chilly you. Tuesday Chilly night. Tuesday. Should have been in the deer stand, but we're here. Are you ready for uh, later on this week? Going to be a little chillier. Yep, gotta gotta put those little things over the spigots on your house. You know yes, save the pipes. Save the pipes. Don't freeze the pipes. Uh, I think I saw on Thursday like the lows like nine, and the high is fifty nine. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting day. That is a a little crazy, if you ask me. So, uh, stay safe out there. Of course, uh, down in our neck of the woods, we uh, worry about the old frigidness. Uh, you're going to try to get a hunt in on any of those days. Looking at maybe potentially Friday, good north wind on Did Friday. you like that scouting report I sent you for the deer coming up this weekend? I did. Thank you for that. Uh, congrats yeah. on the deer you killed. Yeah, I did. Got me a little little, little one in Oklahoma. So. Uh, proud of you. Uh, just glad you made it back for yeah, the show. I'm I, here. Uh, National Signing Day, of course, tomorrow, uh, December 21st, uh, Louisiana Tech. Uh, can you say this is Sonny Cumbie's real first signing class? Like, this one... Has all of his imprints on it now that he's been here for over a year. Yeah, now. you can definitely say that. I think, for sure. Um, do you think it makes him a little bit more comfortable knowing that he's, uh, in a sense, got to handpick most of these guys? I mean, how do you not be more comfortable with your after guys? Ha- well, that or just having a year under your belt? Like last year was just drinking from a fire hose at this time of year. You know, like had <laughs> been on the job for like nineteen. Yeah, days. it's like you're trying to. Yeah, you're trying to just like get through the motion. So I'm excited to see. I feel like we'll really see what the, the the type of program that he wants to run, or the systems and the schedule that he wants to run. We'll start to see that this year in the off season. So yeah, but this is but with that comes the pressure a little bit. You yeah, know? Like, oh, this absolutely. This is your stamp. Like we'll give you a pass for last year, but this is your stamp now. Oh, a- absolutely. And Louisiana Tech, and we're going to talk more uh, about National Signing Day coming up in the next segment, but. Uh, hosted 16 official visitors this past weekend, which was obviously uh, the last official visit before the early signing period tomorrow. Pick up three commitments from the weekend. Uh, Tight end Eli Finley out of Rockwall Heath High School uh, over in Texas. Also added Delvin Whitaker, uh, big defensive tackle out of West Feliciana. Talked about that previously on Sean's show. Uh, West Feliciana has been really good to Louisiana Tech over the years. Jalen Ferguson. Uh, played his high school football there. Smoke Harris played there. There's been a number of players uh, at Felicia, West Feliciana come to Louisiana Tech. And then finally, pick up a commitment late last night from Keith Willis Jr., uh, a running back out of the Houston area. So we'll, we'll discuss all of that uh, coming up in the next segment. Like I said, um, wanted to touch on a few more things uh, in regards to football. We've seen a few uh, or three of the Louisiana Tech transfers uh, pick their spots. Tyler Grubbs headed to Tulane. I don't know if that's oh, all that surprising. No. Is he from down there? Yeah. Nola went no. to Holy Cross. Yeah. Not surprising at all. Tulane's got a good little program going. I don't know if you can Okay, I've had a lot of arguments about this. 
First, I want to give Tulane their credit. Went eleven and two this year. I think they'll play in the Cotton Bowl against Lincoln Riley. Okay. Uh, tall task. USC's yeah, pretty gonna good. Be, it's going to be a whooping. Uh, but prior to this year, like Tulane went two and ten last year. Really? Yeah. What changed? I don't know. That's why. That's why I'm saying it's like yes, they had a brilliant year this year. But at the same time, it's like. Are they going to sustain this, or are they going to go back to the six and six, five and seven, see, four and eight type program that Willie Fritz see, had been his first six years see, on see, campus? Here, this is here I am saying, oh, we were three and nine last year. You know, we're three and nine this year. You don't really turn around that fast, and they just it's possible. They just like almost a hundred percent turnaround. Yeah, and listen, like, how does that happen? I don't think you can pinpoint you know, how it happens. No, no change in coaching staff. I think they had a new defense coordinator. Now, the defense went from like one sixteen in the country to like top twenty five, which There's is obviously help. a monumental improvement. Quarterback Michael Pratt stayed healthier. But I think the big thing for Tulane is you've kind of seen it in this recruiting cycle. We're not going to get into Tulane's 2023 recruiting class, but like it's paid huge dividends. Like they're, they land Matthew Fobbs wide a D end out of Neville last night. Like they're landing big time players in the state that are probably in that second tier that maybe we've become more accustomed to uh, Louisiana Tech and ULL battling it out for over the last, you know, six, seven years. Tulane's kind of jumped up into that same tier, and they're winning a lot of those recruiting battles. But I don't know. Tulane's got a good program. I think Grubbs will have an opportunity to go down and contribute. Do I think he has 120 tackles next year? Probably not. Does he want 120 tackles next year? Uh, if I know him, probably so. Yeah. Is it the best thing for his career? Probably uh, not. Probably not. But he he found his home at Tulane. But momentum, just to, like that's a huge deal. No, it's huge. It's a, no, probably it a lot easier to recruit to a guy saying, "Hey, we're building something." Obviously, we went 11 and two. That's, like, that's a big deal. As opposed to tag, it's like yeah. Second year in a row, three and nine, but I promise it's coming. It's coming, and it starts with you. Okay, be like, in the eyeball before you know it. Hey, that's why I'm not a recruiter. Good luck to the staff. I'm telling you, an 11 and two season will do you some wonders. You're you're a fine young man. Uh, sounds like Trey Harris, Tech receivers, heading to Oklahoma. Uh, took a visit to Ole Miss. Took a visit to Oklahoma. Boomer sooner is what it sounds like. And then finally. Uh, Tech deep snapper, Griffin Armstrong, don't know if you caught this one. He entered the transfer portal, and uh, he's headed to Virginia Tech. So he uh, ends up at a Power 5 school. Interesting thing to me, like deep snapping. You, like How often do we talk about a deep snapper? Not often. Not often. But when do you talk about a deep snapper? When he has a bad snap. Uh, I guess it carries a lot of value as far as having some experience to go from Louisiana Tech to Virginia Tech. Within, I mean, I think he entered the portal like last Wednesday. So, like, I mean, pretty quick turnaround. You think he has? I mean, you think that's prior connections? I mean, possibly, but a lot of transfers are. But I'm just saying, like, like you're a deep snapper. Like, you're not the guy everybody talks about week in and week out, and then you get gobbled up that quickly. Yeah, well, if, if you're a team, it's like you're looking at your roster and like, man, we really ain't got a dude that can send it back. There Let's very find much. this guy that has some experience. Find some guy. And the thing about deep snapping is like, you don't really need to see him in person. Watch a little video, look at the old stats, and <laughs> you're like, to... you're a paper guy. Well, it's yeah. like we talk about with special teams. You're a system snapper at this point. Yeah. I, see the, I see the stats. i, I got to have you. Well, it's like we talk about. It's like specialists. Like, do you really have to fit into the whole team chemistry aspect? Like, as long as you stand on the sideline, make sure your shoes are tied, make sure you know how to buckle the chin strap and yeah. can talk to a few other guys on the roster, like, you're in a pretty good spot. Yeah, I know. That's what, I mean, good for him. And maybe that was just a sweet spot, just a product of the of the situation and the timing to be like, hey, 
You know, we, we needed a deep snapper, and this guy was in the portal. Maybe he was the only one. I don't know. Be honest, Virginia Tech's pretty terrible, though. Okay, but how Great many, environment, Let though. me ask you this. There's 100-and-something teams? Yeah, 132, 31. Okay, so let's say there's 132 eligible deep snappers out there. How many of them are have played this last year and are now entering the portal? That's probably a low number. Let me ask you this, though. If say all 132 starting deep snappers entered the transfer portal, <laughs> tell me if you were a special teams coach, how you would evaluate which one's the best. I mean, I know, that would be difficult. No, it's probably not that difficult. You look at how many mistakes they made, and then there's there's snap. You pull out the stopwatch. The, yeah, there's literally a I don't know snap to catch. Yeah, I don't know, I know. I know the term, but that, that that time is very important. <laughs> but yeah, like what are you going to sift through all 100 snaps in the year? I mean, if you're a special teams coordinator, what else are you doing? You know? I don't know. You better find out how to cover. I tell you what, the guy at Tech should be doing is figuring out how to not get a field goal blocked. You said it. That's what he needs to devote a few months of this off season to doing. Fair point. Fair point. Uh, let's shift to baseball. Uh, collegiate baseball came out with their top fifty poll for the 2023 season. Louisiana Tech comes in at number forty. Be real honest here for a sec. We've talked to Lane Burrows. We've talked to Phil Matulia. We talked to Jonathan Fincher last week. Right here, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97 points. If there are 39 programs in America better than the product that Louisiana Tech's going to put on the field this year, I will be shocked. Like, just based on what we're hearing, we've seen them play a little bit this fall. We've heard some of the results against ULM. We heard some results against Auburn. Uh, this team's been to two straight regionals. I just have a hard time seeing that they're down there at 40. And listen. Hey, I love it. A little motivation. Oh. But I also think a little bit of it is uh, you got to continue to earn, you know, continue to put the skins on the wall if you want some of that preseason recognition. I mean, I, don't, I think. Because Lane Burroughs is a bad man. Hey, I think Lane's probably going good. Good. I think anybody within the program, anybody in Ruston, knows that that is a bunch of bull honky, Ben. Oh, fair enough. That we don't care. Like, fine, sleep on us. That's fine. It's just a little little more dramatic rise to the top. Uh, Jonathan Fincher and Cole McConnell were named third-team preseason All-Americans. Oh, sweet. Shout out. Third team. You think they're excited about that? I don't know. I'd be pretty excited for third team. I'm a top 35 player in the country. Like, I, no, I'm not. not satisfied. Never satisfied. I mean, it's not If I know shy, those guys. If I know satisfied. one thing, Cole McConnell's probably in the cage just raking. It's what he does. I don't know what Fincher's doing. He says he's still throwing bullpen, so he might be now this Christmas he's break. He's Probably hunting. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, do we have to talk about basketball? It's our show. You want to start with the ladies, or do you want to start with the gentlemen? Ladies. Uh, Brookstore squad open conference play on Sunday afternoon inside the Thomas Assembly Center. Let, let's go full disclosure first. Lady Texas were picked to finish second in Conference USA in the preseason. Not too shabby. We're all proud of it. They went to the Conference USA championship game a season ago, nearly got over the hump, but they came up short. Fall 64-52 at home to UTEP. Now 7-4 and on the year, 0-1 in conference play. Brooke wasn't happy with the performance, obviously, as the head coach. But I'll be honest here for a second. You can't lose that basketball game at home. You can't. Uh, you not <clears throat> Listen, this team's too good. Don't sit there and tell oh, they can't score, they can't defend, they can't rebound, can't execute. Doesn't matter. Can't lose that basketball game at home. Uh, to UTEP, Lady Texas won't play this week. Obviously, Christmas coming up. 
on Sunday. They'll be back in action, I believe, late next week on the 29th. I believe that's a Thursday. Uh, looking at the Dunkin' Dogs. Last time we talked, they were getting set to host SFA on Wednesday night inside the Thompson Assembly Center. They dropped that one 80 to 79. I know you, to SFA. I know you were like, oh, SFA is a good program. They went in, they went deep in the tournament, blah, blah, blah. You weren't having none of no, them. No, man, you can't do that. No, I, I agree. Listen, SFA turned the basketball over 28 times in that game and tech lost. Like, yeah. that's not acceptable. I mean, I, I get who they, who they used to be. Like, they're an FCS school. We had a really long FCS win streak. 31 game home non conference schedule. Yeah. Non-conference home win streak was snapped. Acted like it was a scrimmage out there. Oh, I can tell you weren't too pleased no. about it. You lose not, a little coin. No, on it. not just because of that. Huh. Not just because I lost a BTB paycheck on the game. Wow. Woo! It makes right, everybody man. calm down. It's not that much. Okay, believe it or not. Uh, not that much. And then they go on the road Saturday night. UTEP Conference USA opener. Long trip out to El Paso. Let's be honest here. For ugly basketball game, really in all facets. I thought Tech played hard. Didn't shoot the ball well. Shot twenty nine percent from the field. Uh, too many turnovers. Kobe Williams had eighteen points. Beyond that, Isaiah Crawford had twelve and nine rebounds. Uh, the Tech men are just in a funk right now. Like bottom line, like they're not playing good basketball. They're not showing the glimpses that we saw early in the year. Uh, when they pulled off that five-game win streak. Uh, they'll have a chance to rebound tomorrow afternoon, actually a noon tip against Jarvis Christian. Do you know anything about Jarvis Christian? Do not. Nothing. Yeah, me neither. I uh, know Tech should win. It's about all I got for you. But 6-5 mm-hmm. uh, and five overall, 0-1 oh in conference play. Uh, like I said, they'll play Jarvis Christian tomorrow at noon. They'll be off till the 29th. I uh, believe they will host UTSA on Thursday, the 29th, uh, before they head back on the road on Saturday, the 31st, against Charlotte. So that's kind of a preview of, of everything or kind of the rundown of everything that's been going on in Louisiana Tech athletics over the last week. Coming up in the next segment, take a look at Louisiana Tech's 2023 recruiting class, National Signing Day. Just a few short hours away, you're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk at 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you are more than just a number. You are a part of a team. This is BJ Williamson with the Bulldogs. Whether you're opening your first checking account or need a loan to start a new business, Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting LaTeX football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit walpoletire.com. Hey, DQ fans, December's got two, count them, two blizzard treats of the month. Say hello to the new Frosted Sugar Cookie and the returning Candy Cane Chill. New Frosted Sugar Cookie tastes like your favorite holiday traditions and also frosting, sprinkles, and, of course, sugar cookies. 
Candy Cane Chill is packed with real candy cane pieces and choco chunks, blended in a peppermint perfection in our world-famous DQ soft serve. Try them both today, only at DQ, where happy tastes good. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC, Beck Ains, John Tabor. Real quick, O'Neill Gas text line. Colin chimes in. Dreadful basketball. Isn't Hester supposed to be a defensive coach? Um, Yes, but... It- I, I've kind of said this, and I, I don't know if I'm making an excuse, but it's a new defensive scheme. It would be like going from the triple option to the spread, in a sense. Like it, I think it's a little easier in basketball. I mean, than well, football. I would think so, but I do at the same time. Like you hear Talvin talk about it, and during that five game winning streak, he made the comment like we we're about fifty percent of where we want to be defensively, and so like well, it's easy to say that when you're not playing defense. But that was the middle of a five-game winning streak. Oh. So, like, and listen, like I said, I'm not trying to make an excuse. I'm just saying, like, I, I think there's more to it than maybe we can understand on the surface level of it. Because, like, I'll be honest, like, I can tell you what a zone defense is, and I can tell you what a man defense is, and that's about it. Like, I can't tell you the concepts that come along with it. Uh, I, I do think in this no-middle type of defense – North Texas runs it, Baylor runs it, Texas Tech runs it. They're really good on the defensive end of the floor. Did I go back and check out how long it took them to become good at it? Right. No, I didn't. I hear you. But one of the major concepts of it are you don't allow a whole lot of three-point attempts. Well, right now, Tech's getting drilled from three-point range. So, like, in my mind, not knowing a lot of how it works from a rotation standpoint, it's like, all right, like, it isn't accomplishing what you want to accomplish, so obviously there's more to it that you're going to get to down the road. Now, does it all click tomorrow afternoon? I doubt it. But you have to hope that by the time you get into the middle of January, when you're really trying to compete within a very good conference for basketball, uh, that you're in a right spot. And I know that they're going to continue plugging away. But, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things like we talked about with Cumby back in football season. Like, you hate the kind of on-the-job training type of stuff, but it's kind of what you get sometimes, especially – in the G5 uh, on a year-to-year basis with new head coach. So let's get into this Louisiana Tech 2023 recruiting class. Uh, right here off the top, Tech has 16 public commitments. Okay. Uh, it sounds like Louisiana Tech's going to end up signing 19, maybe 20 guys. Uh, feel pretty good about that. Yeah, it, it sounds like it. Uh, we'll see. We'll have it all covered. LeeTechBlue.com, just nine ninety five a month. I think the coaches are sending out a little, Dirt like, cheap. little, little good night text to the to the boys that are supposed to sign tomorrow. Like, hey, probably send them the old fax number. No, oh. like, hey, 
Get this puppy in when you oh, get a chance. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I got you. I actually you. think that they've kind of gone away from the fax machine. I think you can send a picture in now. Really? Uh, once your signature's in, and they can kind of scan it over the old phone, oh, print it out. A little DocuSign, maybe. A little sign still delivered. Okay, I like it. Uh, so it's Tech has 16 public commitments, probably around 19 or 20 signed tomorrow. Uh, looking at the rivals team recruiting rankings, uh, Louisiana, has, Louisiana Tech has the third-ranked Conference USA. Number three oh, that's, class in college. That's not bad. Both teams above them are uh, UTSA and FAU on their way out. FAU, interesting. Headed to the AAC. And overall, the class is ranked 80th in the country, okay. uh, which is 12th best amongst G5 programs, which if you sign a top 10, top 15 G5 recruiting class, you have to be pretty happy about that. So uh, I would say on the surface, Sonny Cumbie and his staff, done a tremendous job you look at the 16 verbal commitments that are public to this point 10 from the state of louisiana six from the state of texas that surprised you at all kind of surprises me honestly you would have thought it'd been a little more texas heavy with Cumbie. yeah i i, I would but i mean how I important thought, of it is it is it to be in your own backyard oh absolutely no it is important i i just thought first few years where you're getting your feet on the ground try to establish some of the relationships within the state of louisiana i would think you would be heavy texas and Listen, maybe you're not because competition for guys in the state of Texas is just that fierce. I, I don't know. You don't know, yeah. But I, I do think that they've done a good job with this class. So uh, we'll run down through the 16 names real quickly. Uh, I guess the headliner would be Evan Bullock, the quarterback out of Anna, Texas. Uh, 6'5", 220 pounds, pocket passer, uh, played for Louisiana Tech co-offense coordinator Scott Parr's brother okay. at Anna Bullock through for over 4,000 yards, 56 touchdowns this year. Uh, looking at some of the offensive linemen committed, Hayden Chrisman, uh, six foot seven, 305 pounds from Pineville. Troy Smith, 6'4", 280 out of New Orleans. Roy Bracken, 6'2", 264 out of Woodlawn and Baton Rouge. Brackens is actually the 21st ranked center in the country uh, according to ESPN's uh, recruiting rankings for 2023. Looking at some of the skill guys uh, running back, I mentioned him in the previous segment, Keith Willis out of Houston, uh, committed to the Bulldogs last night. Uh, looking at the receiver position, Dakota Williams, uh, 6'2", 195 out of Hanville. Interesting uh, about Dakota Williams. Tech actually flipped him from Tulane to Tech. Wow. So that, that's what I'm saying. Like It's hard to evaluate – you know, it's hard to, like, Tulane, 11 and 2, you would think they wouldn't lose a recruit to a 3 and 9 program. Well, every kid's different. I know. It's, it's different. Uh, Dedrick Latulis, uh, receiver, 5'9, 170 out of New Iberia. Uh, that'll do it for the skill spots. Looking on the defensive side of the football. Beck, I'll be honest, with you, I think the old Bulldogs need some help defensively. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of spots open, a lot of jobs available. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Wow. Like, potentially 10 jobs may be available. What's the one that's locked down? Island Boy Willie Roberts? Willie Roberts. I'm going to give him the starting job. Fair enough. Actually, I'm going to make him earn it, but I think he comes out on top. Fair enough. Is he is he, is he? he still an Island Boy <laughs> if Brooks is gone? Well, maybe he needs Wait, a compadre. He, he's, I mean, they got to build chemistry. Fair enough. Uh, defensively, uh, looking on the defensive line, uh, Delvin Whitaker, 6'2", 260 
out of West Feliciana. Charlie Robinson, 6'3", 230, defensive end out of Sterlington and Monroe. Uh, Obi Okiki, uh, 6'2", 220-pound defensive end out of Houston. Uh, I failed to mention on the offensive side of the ball, Eli Finley tied in. Uh, six foot six, two hundred and forty-five pounds. Uh, looking at the linebacker position, Colton Decker, uh, six three, two hundred out of Munster, Texas. Uh, then looking in the defensive backfield, uh, a lot of DBs in this class. Michael Richard, uh, DB out of Edna Carr. Also got Jacob Fields, DB out of Melissa, Texas. Cam Hill uh, from Union High School up in Farmerville, six three, one eighty-four had a really really good career for the farmer so uh that's kind of a brief look at at louisiana tech's recruiting class to this point uh like like i said beck i I think with going three and nine back-to-back years i want to ask you this how much do you think that like do you think high school kids pay that close of attention to that or is that more of a selling point for coaches at other schools when they hear that a kid might be considering Louisiana Tech. I think, I, well, it probably is, but I think for a for a high school kid to look and say, I think it matters what's happened the last ten years. If you're a team that never is above two, three, four wins, you a season, You're like, yeah, you're like, how do I, like football? How do I go there and be? I mean, that's a place you go if that's your only D- Division One offer. I agree. Am with I wrong? That. No, I agree. So with I think that. they can look back three or four years and be like, hey, Tech, like they're not that far removed from being being going bowling. Like that's, a, I think that's probably a big thing. The kids got to believe I'm going to get that bowl game experience. I think. Hold on, on the bowl stuff. I think we heard this year more than ever, and maybe that's back to back three and nine seasons. I just want to go to a bowl game. Yeah, how much that means to players. Yeah, and especially like seniors. They just it nobody means a wants lot. to be done in the end of November. Like yeah. they don't want to be done. They don't want like they want a chance to go and and have an experience, get bowl gifts, go stay one last time with the team. Like I get that. So, I but, but you get to use the other side of it as like, hey, we're building something. You get to be a part of of the grow. Like we're I think that would get, be intriguing. Yeah, if you're if you're if you got a coach sitting in your living room t- saying like, hey, I'm here because I think you're part, you're a key piece to the change. Like that that has some weight. Like, it has to make you feel. If good. you if you yeah. think about a team that's like a ten win team all the time, it's like you come in it. You gotta it's feel like a little, for yeah. Them. It's gotta feel a little bit like, like there's really nowhere to go. But I mean, yeah, I want to win a national shit, whatever. But it's, it's like, man, like this is just like an expectation. I bet you feel a lot more wanted from another school. Now, not to say that if you're a five star in Alabama comes in, you don't feel wanted. But I just, I don't know, being a part of something. I think that still speaks to people. I, I, I think it. I think too. You know, if you're a kid that is committed to Louisiana Tech specifically in this class, like. If you're a part of that class that, you know, you go from three and nine and you get to six and six and then you get to eight and four and then you get to ten and two and then you win a conference championship, like that has to be extremely gratifying. And, you know, I think sometimes we're in a society where it's that instant gratification and we're that way as well with how we come in here after games as far as the emotions that we kind of lay out on the table. But at the same time, like, has Louisiana Tech been really bad the last two years? Absolutely. How, are they that far removed from being good? Like, no, they're not. Like, like it's not a doomsday situation. Right. Now, if we were here on December the 20th, 2025, and it was five straight losing seasons, I think that would be an entirely different discussion. Like, yeah, you got a, a serious up, uphill five- to ten-year battle. Yeah, yeah. And, but I, I don't think we've reached that point yet. But, and, the, and the way you have to, like, regain excitement, just kind of how we felt as fans, is you got to change something up. you got to make a hire that makes people feel like, 
All right, now I got this a little is our help. Guy. Yeah, so this is, we've talked about this several times as far as tech being a school that's really in a unique spot of, of, you know, it's a it's a great place to come play. Um, we have been successful. We have sent plenty of guys to the NFL, uh, and you have a chance to play relatively early and be an impact player. I think that for a lot of three to four star guys like that can that can and, be really and attractive. I think that that's my whole thing. It's like like we've talked about with like the transfer reports. Like I don't have a problem with Trey Harris wanting to leave and want to go to OU, and like maybe I have this sitting here and having a loser mentality. But like it's like why would you ever want to leave Tech? Go to Oklahoma. We'll use this as an example. Like, what if you go from 65 catches to 35 catches? Like, sure, I'm sure you get a nice NIL deal. But back in the grand scheme of things, let's say, let's throw out a number, like a high, like, say you get $200,000. Like, $200,000 is great money. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, if you came in here and set the check on the table, I'd be very happy. But, like, you're not retiring with $200,000. Like, you want to get money that, like, you can change your family's trajectory forever? That's the place in the NFL that you get that type of money. Yeah, but if you're a guy like Trey Harris, there's no doubt in my mind that you believe that you I are. I know. You're a stud. You're an impact player. And you're going to go get on a bigger guy. stage. Yeah, I know. Like, I get it. The dude believes in himself. And I respect him for that. And, now, and honestly, if you're going to make it to the next level, that may be the mentality. It's like, I'm not taking – now, like a Trent Taylor – he, he was a smaller guy. Like yeah, he's a school, he's a guy that a lot of schools, I don't care about his numbers. Like they're just probably not like looking at super heavy because he's so small. Yeah, yeah. but a tech may be perfect for him. You know, now, it and was a guy perfect. Like Trey Harris is thinking like I'm a I'm a freaking dude, and we got quarterback stuff going on here. That well, that's fair. Like I may, but now, I don't know marks. quarterbacks situation at OU. Who's their? Yeah, old Dylan Gabriel, lefty. Never heard of him. So, anyways, I'm. You wonder right, if he drops to 35 next year, like he ain't going anywhere. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't time will tell. It's a gamble. Also, failed to mention in the open, Tech punter Austin McCready's in the transfer. Oh, how about that? Yeah, I believe this is old time number two for McCready hitting the portal. Um, he'll be back. He'll be back. Apparently, you listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Dog 97.7. Be back right after this. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. At BMO Motors in Arcadia, we're all bulldogs. We are owned and operated by nothing but Bulldogs and have been since 1968. We have a wide variety of cars, trucks, big rigs, and trailers. Check out the full lineup on our BMW Motors Facebook page. At BMW Motors in Arcadia, we really do bleed tech blue. Hey, come on out to where you come out better. BMW Motors in Arcadia. 
If you love the great outdoors, you'll love it even more with a custom outdoor kitchen from O'Neill Gas. We give you the power to design your outdoor kitchen with expert guidance. Just bring in a photo of your outdoor area for a custom design and cost estimate, including island framework, appliances, even cabinets. Visit our design gallery on North 5th Street in Monroe to get started. Stop dreaming and start living with a custom outdoor kitchen from our home to yours. O'Neill Gas. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. We're back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC, Beck Ains, John Tabor. Uh, speaking of deep snappers, Louisiana Tech has offered a scholarship to a transfer portal deep snapper. Oh, Jacob Polite from Jackson State. Here we go. Ben, we're just sitting here talking about who's getting tra- deep snapped from the transfer portal, and here we Apparently, go. Apparently, it's a heavy market. I'm telling you, if I have a son. Oh, wait. I have one. No, ah, what up, Charlie? Kicking, punting, and deep snapping. That's the way that you get a scholarship on a football team. You're gonna, hey, I'll be honest. Kicking's if you're going to kick out. a punt, you better hire some mental coaches. Yeah, we're probably going to have to go with deep snapper because if he has the knees of you, of me, he's going to be. And a world of hurt. Uh, I want to ask you this. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about bowl games right now. Okay. Uh, have you been watching many bowl games at this point? No. Uh, they sneak, they, they're mostly day games right now, so they're sneaking up on me a little bit. A little background music? A little background, yeah. So I haven't tuned in super. Yeah, I saw, so, I saw Eastern Michigan was playing San Jose State Which, here's today. the interesting thing about bowl I was games. so out on that. Uh, is the lines are just a, a freaking toss-up. Like I think, Eastern well, you Michigan know why it's was, so tough because Eastern they're, Michigan they're different conferences, and like I guess not for an Eastern Michigan San Jose matchup, but like you never know who's opting out. Yeah, like Florida, I was watching Florida Oregon State on Saturday. Florida had thirty three players on their roster that did not play. That is insane. Like, are you kidding me? And like Oregon State blows them out, but I thought it was very telling. Like Pat McAfee was calling the game. I think Kirk Herbstreit was in the booth. Dave Pash. And, like, they were very adamant about how disappointed they are that so many kids sit out bowl games. Well, if you're a guy, like, if you're guys that go to Florida, like, you don't care about that game, you know? No. But if you're, you know, a team that barely made it, you're like, dude, I'm playing, you know? It's just this weird expectation thing where it's like, like LSU, like, do they have a lot of people sitting out? I don't know. Don't they can't be that it. excited about this bowl. Who are they playing? Oh, well, they're playing Purdue, and Purdue's starting quarterback opted out. Yeah, it's like... Tell me who's Purdue's starting quarterback. Exactly. Exactly. Like, but what I'm saying is, like, I'm going to opt out, so I'm going to be a fifth-round pick. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of money. Imagine being a coach. I mean, you got to look at this as a preseason game for next year. What would you do if a a sophomore coming back for his junior year was like, Coach, I really want to sit this whole game? There's no doubt in my mind that's not, like, a a negative tick mark on you. I'm like, you don't want to play? All right, I'll remember that. Oh, he wouldn't be back for me. You don't think? No, because and I say that because you saying all thirty three were seniors on yeah, Florida, oh, or okay. they went to the draft. But I'm saying like like if a soft, I don't think it's that far fetched to say, you know, you have a sophomore. It's like coach. Uh, let's say you're at Alabama. It's like coach. We're playing in the Sugar Bowl this year. It's not a college football playoff. I'm a sophomore. I know I've been a key contributor, but I would like to sit this game out just to kind of. Make sure I don't get hurt and I'm healthy for the spring. Like, 
like that sounds crazy to say, but like I would imagine that those conversations happen. Oh yeah, and that is, if you're if you're a coach, are you just ripping them? Or are you? Oh, Nick Saban. Yeah, it's like hit the portal, homeboy. You came in the wrong office. Maybe it only happens once, and then it then it doesn't happen anymore. You know? Select programs. Um, North Texas lost its bowl game to Boise State. Hate to see it. UTSA lost its bowl game to Troy. Ooh, is that a bad loss? Uh, Troy finished twelve and two. Okay. Shout out to former Louisiana Tech assistant Brock Hayes. Okay. Uh, did Shout a nice out. job with the old Troy Trojan running backs. Um, Rice loses to Southern Miss. I uh, can't can't sit there and lie. Don't love seeing Southern Miss win. Don't hate seeing Rice take a loss. Rice was playing in that bowl game at five and seven. Uh, they go five and eight, but they play in a bowl game. That was uh, the Frank Gore special. Yes, three twenty six on the ground. Yeah, that, that'll do it. Do you think Frank Gore Jr. is going to play in the old NFL one day? I think he gets on a roster, no doubt. How could you not? Did you see his post game interview? Yeah, he like I heard he like pushed his auntie out of the way or something. He's like, auntie, get out the way. That's hilarious. It was hilarious. They also interviewed his dad. And Frank Gore Sr. was great. It was like, Frank Gore Sr., have you been watching him all year or have you just been training to get back in the league for year 26? <laughs> but, hey, Frank Gore Jr., 326 on the ground. Uh, I, I got is, the, is there a legitimate chance that they could be on a roster together? Well, yes, they could, Tapes. I mean, Frank Gore's how, not still in the league. I'll right? uh, You don't how, think how he'd cool, come back? Buddy, I guarantee you there's a team that could use Latavius Murray still in the league. I hey, know it's not Frank Gore. Put him in for every third and two, fourth and one. Oh, you tell he's, me he's, he's short, short yardage between the tackles, eat up carries, can pass it's block. It's the Ken Griffey, Ken Griffey Jr. situation. If Frank I've ever seen Gore, one. late in his career, brought a new meaning to three yards in a cloud of dust. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. Surefire, surefire Hall of Famer. Yeah, I was about to I ask. think so. I don't know. Just, just sheer. Like, I think in any other longevity position, maybe not. I was going to say at any other position, maybe not. But the longevity of a running back is so impressive to me. Yeah, like that's enough. I'm like, I don't even care. I mean, like you played, you took hits for twenty something. Well, has whatever. Junior had any kind of injury issues throughout no. his career? Huh? No, not, not and Just finished year three and co- he ran for like fifteen hundred yards this year. Yeah, and he's got a win against Louisiana Tech at quarterback. So, <laughs> so like, just, a, like a little Briggs and Stratton. The question we should be asking <laughs> is Frank Gore Junior a Hall of Famer? That's what we should be no, asking. I was just about to say I would much rather see Frank Gore Junior run for three twenty six than what he did against Tech through the air last oh, year. Oh my gosh! <laughs> hey, he threw the ball up to the moon. Is that a low point in LaTeX football? That it game has to be. Yes, like ulti- like one of the ultimate lows. Has to out be. of all the ways they've I, I w- lost. I would even say I think it's worse than Northwestern loss. Oh yes, including with the fireworks and everything. At least Northwestern, you could pinpoint why we lost. We had like four turnovers in the fourth quarter. Right, like this that game you just lost because a running back outplayed you at quarterback. You know, I was. This is a funny stat, not a stat. Funny thing, you know. Now that we now that we in, we dabble in the gambling's. You know, your your team's up in the fourth quarter. Your bet's looking good. And then I just go into, like, hardcore pessimism where it's like <laughs> there's – or, like, last night I had a I had Rodgers put 200 yards, and he has 185, 185 in the third quarter. Yeah. And it took to the late in the fourth quarter to get it. But you know what I kept feeling? I was like, they're up by 14, 27. Not going to throw the ball. They're not going to – they're going to hand it off three times and punt. And you know what that's from? That is from Skip Holt's trauma. Oh, it Skipper! It is trauma. 
That's called the old skipper I, I, back. I had that same anguish with yes. Barkley going over 90 and yes. a half total yards Sunday. Like, you just like, know, you know it's you not know, Like, happen. okay, dude, you're going to do it, but would you just do it? Make it happen. Yeah, I'm with I you. just I would have almost oh, bet skipper. I would have almost bet that he wasn't going to hit it because I just I just thought here we go we're going conservative. But it is trauma, Ben. Fourth been and two scarred. from the opponent, forty three. Let's punt. <laughs> classic to win the game. Give me two yards. No, here's baby. the classic. Uh, the opponent has fourth and two from Tech's forty yard line. You Let's know they're faking the punt. We're going to prevent. <laughs> you know they're faking the punt, and you're not ready. Um, UAB beat Miami of Ohio in the Bahamas Bowl. I think it was one of the first bowl games. But I, I haven't got the chance to ask you, how jacked up are you that Trent Dilfer's in college football? Uh, Tapes, you can answer this too. I, my favorite hire of, the, of all the so, coaches. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for this. Like coaches that are like guys that have been analysts slash high school, like a Phillip River, you know, like. Yeah. I'm all for it. It's interesting. That's why I love Dion. Dion. We'll see if that works, you know. Like, this is certainly interesting. It's better than some hot and up-and-comer assistant that I'm not really familiar with. Like, I'm going to pay attention to what UAB does now that, that Dilfer's Dimes is there, okay? <laughs> Super like, Bowl winning quarterback, Trent Dilfer. I mean, did you see the video of him showing the UAB cheerleader his Super Bowl ring? She's probably no. like, who is this yeah, who is, old who man? Who is this guy? I did see the – they keep recirculating the video of him getting in his high school player's face after – remember that? <laughs> yes. Which I'm like, I am a massive Dilfer fan. I, he just he's so appealing to me how he captures an audience. Oh, I love. Him. I'm all for it. Um, did you see Dion lost his last uh, game as head coach at Jackson State to North Carolina Central? First off, did you see his pregame speech? No, I did not. He could not talk. He okay. was so emotional. He just kept going now, now, and the and the <laughs> the boys in the background started yeah. mm. getting jacked up like mm. he was preaching to yeah. him. And oh, it was so great. I. Listen, Dion caught so much flack for leaving Jackson State, and I have no idea why. Yeah, I mean, he did when they st- started coming out about all the money that like he put into the his own money, his own money. Like, how are you about to be mad at this? And dude? like, let's be honest for a second. Like, Dion had zero ties to Jackson State, like like negative ties to Jackson State prior to becoming their head coach. Unbelievable. But I hope he can bring uh, the Colorado Buffaloes back to relevance. Uh, new CUSA member, Liberty, be in action tonight down in Boca Raton, taking on Toledo. Uh, Western Kentucky will square off with South Alabama on Wednesday uh, down in the New Orleans Bowl. And then finally, I want to ask you about this one. Uh, can you pull up the Friday forecast for me real quickly? Um, Independence Bowl, Friday afternoon in Shreveport. We got the Dirty Cajuns. The uh, UL Lafayette, they will play Houston. And I believe the high Friday in Shreveport is about 20. Oh, it's going to be a cold one. Let me tell the old Shreveport folk a few words. There will be no one at that game. And I hate that for the city of Shreveport. When we went to the Bowl back in 2019, Tech Miami, you and I had a blast, and it was a great crowd. Yes. Don't see the Cajuns bringing that kind of crowd. No. Don't see many people from Shreveport wanting to see that many Cajuns. Uh, what's the line on that game? Uh, Houston, seven-point favorite. Wow. ULL's kind of terrible. Yeah. Would love to see them take the L. Uh, and then you got Wake Forest and Missouri Friday nights at the Union Home Mortgage 
Gasparilla Bowl. That's a tongue there twister. You go. Let me ask you this. What's your favorite bowl game that Louisiana you know, Tech went to from 14 to 20? All right, you're going to have to give them to me here. Uh, 14, Dallas Bowl, Heart of Dallas Bowl. Did we go to that one? We went to I the, went to it. We went to the... Uh, the Frisco DFW, Bowl. DS, yep. D, uh, DXL Frisco DXL Bowl. Frisco Bowl. That was a good time. Gave us a sweet medal. Remember that little medal they gave us for no, being media? I did not. Yeah, I just chunked mine the other day. Uh, <laughs> 2015 New Orleans Bowl, 2016. That was a great one, the Armed Forces Bowl against Navy. Yep. 2017, that Frisco Bowl. 2018, Hawaii. Didn't make the trip. 2019, the Eye Bowl. And then 2020, the New Orleans Bowl. Uh, the Eye Bowl was fun. I don't like any of the New Orleans Bowls. Not about those. The Eye Bowl was fun because it was Miami. You know, yeah, had a little extra you pep just had to a it. Little, and then, and then it was a crazy. You know, Tate Martell got in for a few plays, I and then just about, about that. as fast as he got in, he got out. Does Tate have any eligibility left? <laughs> Man, that guy did not pan out. I put Tate and that Spencer Rattler kid in the same. Category. What? Rattler's so much better than Tate Martell dreams just, of being. Uh, well, they both think they are just God's gift to this green earth. I think that DXL Frisco Bowl in 2017 was pretty sweet. Just all the pick sixes that Tech had oh, in that and then, game. Uh, Corlin Sun- Sutton and Amik. Amik they, yeah. were, they were jawing and talking. And Sonny Dykes decided he was going to coach that game, Got but he it. didn't even know the squad. I ripped the tag off the sweatshirt right before he walked on the field, BC. <laughs> oh, that was pretty sweet. I ain't going to sit here and lie. All right, let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Um, overall health for football, men and women's basketball programs, softball, baseball. Your thoughts? Share with us. O'Neill Gas Hotline or text on 888 Be back right for this. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldogs. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting La Tech football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Hey, DQ fans, December's got two, count them, two Blizzard treats of the month. Say hello to the new Frosted Sugar Cookie and the returning Candy Cane Chill. New Frosted Sugar Cookie tastes like your favorite holiday traditions and also frosting, sprinkles, and, of course, sugar cookies. Candy Cane Chill is packed with real candy cane pieces and choco chunks, blended in a peppermint perfection in our world-famous DQ soft serve. Try them both today, only at DQ. We're happy 
tastes good. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. BC, Beck Ains, John Tabers, we roll along on this Tuesday evening. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brett chimes in, O'Neill Gas text line. It says the RNL Nola Bowl with Dixon and Driscoll was great. Uh, I believe that was the night Dixon broke the touchdown record. Uh, that was, was pretty same, sweet. Was that the same night that that guy from Navy? No. That that was the next year when he broke the record. Right, and they were going back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that one was pretty sweet. By the way, how about that new role old Jeff Driscoll's carved out in the NFL for the Texans? Hey, so did he play the whole day? He's like alternating snaps with old Davis okay. Mills. They've gone to the old two I mean, are they two peas in a pod? They look the exact same. <laughs> They, they got to the be the same exact person. Davis Mills has a little bit longer neck. Yeah, and he's probably got a little better arm than the old Driscoll, but Driscoll's got the legs. Uh, Jeff D. has made some money in the league. Good for him. Brett also says the Armed Forces Bowl was pretty spectacular. That was 16 with Higgins, Taylor, and Henderson. Like, yeah, that was that was fun. That team was probably the funnest team that Skip had during his team. Yeah, like, they probably. were so good offensively. Probably, yep. So good offensively. All right. I got to ask you this, and I don't know if I should ask this question first before we get into football, men and women's basketball, baseball, softball. Mm. Um, I know you're an above-average Tech fan, yep. but take it back down to an average level. Okay. What would your thoughts be just on the surface about Louisiana Tech athletics right now? Like, optimistic, pessimistic, hopeful, um, the end is in sight, right. doomsday. I, I certainly am not doomsday. Um, now this is just such a boring answer. I love where we're at with baseball-wise. I think we're just, I mean, we're knocking it out of the park. Like, You think baseball is a real chance? And well, listen. here's what I like about where we're at with baseball. I don't feel like it's a one-season fluke. Like, I feel like we are... Built genuinely it. building a program, like a, a dominant program. Like I love that about what we like, got going on. Listen, you asked me two years ago when all those guys came back, Parker Bates and Hunter Wells and some of those guys got the extra year, like, could you see this program one day going to Omaha? I've been like, you're an idiot. Yeah. You fast forward to where we are right now, I'm like, like I think this program, like, like national relevance, like I think it's real. Like, and – it's why I said earlier in the show, it's like top 40, 40th best team. Like, I don't buy that. Like, I just think what they've built within that locker room, like, there's something different in that building over there right now. Yeah, it doesn't show up on the old preseason rankings either. No, know? and it's not an arrogance. No. It's just a confidence. It's a blue collar. It's, it's a, a hunger, BC. It's a hunger. We gotta it, get, I tell you what, we need to get the lane train to whatever you call it. Uh, on the rails, right on down to the football locker room and tell them dudes how to win a game. Like, how do you get them to get off the bus and play hard? I agree. Like, I agree. Like, they like what they got going there impresses the lit. And listen, I think they got dynamic coaching staff. Like, they've had dynamic leadership. Obviously, they have great talent. But, like, it just seems to all mold into this pro- – and listen, that's not to say that they don't go down and – lose a midweek game to Nichols or lose a midweek game to Southeastern and tick everybody off. 
but they got the leadership within the building. It's like, guys, like, chill out. We know yep. who we are. Yep. And let, you know what I'm saying? Like, that that's something special. And I don't know how you build that. Yeah. And so, from a baseball standpoint, I feel really great about it. Um, football is just a little. I mean, we're obviously in a, in a lull just from the last two years. Um, you know, I, I I guess when you're in the middle of like an injury deal where you just have tons of injuries every year, it's hard to to know if that's happening at other programs. It really feels like we have had some super key injuries. The Here's last what year. I got to say about football, and I don't know if this is honestly, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it. We we built the Davidson Athletic Complex. Louisiana Tech built the Davidson Athletic Complex. Opened in 2015. Built the new press box and suites in 2017. Beautiful facilities. Since 2017, like, like what, like what have we done to take our football program to the next level? And you ask me what the next level is, I don't know. But like, what are you doing to move forward? Like, you made a huge investment into Sonny Company. I agree. Gave him $5 million over five years. I'll sit here and say after year one, I still think he deserves it. I think he's going to do a fine job. You've upped the pay for assistance. Now, what tools are you giving him to be more successful? We've had Parker McNeil sit in here. We've had Josh Moat sit in here talk about nutrition. Like, I get it. Like, it it, it matters. But, like, what else are we doing that's like, all right, like, this is going to help, like, other than, like, Sonny Cumbie, like, you go figure it out. And, like, I'm not banging on any one specific individual. I'm just saying, like, that's kind of what concerns me right now. You're not seeing enough commitment movement of It's like, we got a shed, but I don't know if we have enough tools in our shed. Yeah, I hear you. And it's like, like, our video board, like, the lights are kind of going out on it. Yeah, that the video board's looking rough. Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's just little things around the program that's like, all right, why can't we like why can't we grasp this and say, all right, this isn't acceptable, we're gonna do this. This isn't acceptable, we're gonna do that. Like I that's what scares me about football. And like I know everybody wants to talk cost of attendance. You wanna talk NIL. I get it. But like if you can't compete in cost of attendance, if you can't compete in NIL, like you have to be creative and find other ways to compete. Like you can't sit on your laurels and say, "Ah, we're just going to get a bunch of Jimmys and Joes out here that make 4.0s and uh hopefully they win cuz they're good academically." Like that's what scares me about football. And I'll be the average fan back to the question like I think that's why they're not showing up. And I know fans have to invest. They have to spend their money. But, like... Yeah, I'm wondering if we would have gone 7-5 and five this year, like, how much better attendance... Oh, it would have been monumental for the momentum of the program. You think, you think attendance by the end of the year is that much better? I don't know if attendance is, but I think you could have built optimism throughout the offseason. Like, we had into National Signing Day, and I don't think this is Sonny Cumbie's fault at all, but it's like, you just went 3-9, and nine, second straight year. And, like, signing day's tomorrow, and it's like, like, are we jacked up about this signing class? Like, I've been to a lot of signing day little ceremony-type deals, and there's been a lot of, like, good energy, positive energy. And, like, I don't feel that as much this year. And I don't know 
you know, is it because signing day is four days before Christmas? Uh, that's very possible. But it's like, what are we doing to promote it? Yeah, I, I mean, we we have discussed privately uh, just the the lack. I mean, I don't even know if we can talk about this, but just some of the like marketing, media, promotion of tech sports, and we see glimpses. We do. Like baby blue uniforms come out, and it's like holy cow! Like what? Where did this Great come from? Video. Phenomenal marketing. Then we see some really simple layups that are just they're they're missed. They're airballed. Unnamed texture chimes in and says, "Baseball programs headed to a point where the success could continue, even if Burroughs leaves. Other strong coaches will want this job. The same cannot be said for our other sports yet. More work is needed in the areas of facilities." Student fee, cost of attendance, NIL. I'll say this. I'll give Eric Wood a tremendous amount of credit. Like, Academic Center. Heck, I don't know if you've ever been into the bowels of the Thomas Assembly Center. It's rough. But the whole academic area ain't pretty. Should have been fixed 25 years ago. Like, the Academic Center, I think it's big for recruiting. If you want to take your football program, you better get an indoor facility. Well, here's yeah, like I, I don't think it's necessarily. I mean, maybe I'm super wrong. You tell me if I'm wrong. But this is my point of view. I don't think that they care. Students care that you have this. Like, I mean, I think maybe the parents do that. You have this unbelievable academic facility. What they care about is it not looking like what it looks like. Exactly. No, I agree a hundred percent. Like, put me in a couple classrooms. I mean, I'm like cool. But if it, but when you walk into the dungeon, a cinder block dungeon, yes, yes. thirty feet under the ground, you're like, dang! Like, no, I agree. We are behind. You could stick them in the new apartments over here off Tech Drive I, for all they care. Put a couple of those they're desks brand with new. the chair and the desk are attached to each other in the middle of the DAC up there when they're not yes. doing an event, and yes. show them that. Yeah, exactly. Show them how you get to look over the field while you're studying psychology. Perception is reality. Don't bring them down into a cinder block dungeon. Man, that's the best point you've ever made. And I, I'm telling you, I don't think they care that much. I just think they care when it looks bad. About what it looks like. Yes. Doesn't it, have to be super fancy, just don't want to. Doesn't have to be a big hey, selling point. Tell you what you ain't doing. You ain't Snapchatting the academic center right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You exactly. might be Snapchatting and sending it to your boys and saying, uh, Where am I at? Try studying down here. You know? uh, men and women's basketball. Listen, I. Women's basketball, a lot of people talk about getting back to the glory days. Like, I don't think Texas are going back to the glory days. I think you compete top three, top four in your conference every year, I'm happy. I think Brooke Store's on that track. I'm not necessarily down with what she's doing. Talvin Esther, I think it's um, probably undefined at this point. I love his message. I believe in his message. I know a lot of people, especially coming off a two-game losing streak, is like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. But at the same time, I'm like, Listen, he believes in what he believes in, and that's what he's going to go with, sink or swim. Like, that's what he's going to do. And, like, I can buy into that. Like, I can buy into a coach that's going to coach the way that he believes is most effective. 100%. 100%. Do you have a LaTeX Christmas wish list? I can come up with one during the break, I can tell you that. you got two minutes. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. At Diemel Motors in Arcadia, we're all Bulldogs. We are owned and operated by nothing but Bulldogs and have been since 1968. We have a wide variety of cars, trucks, big rigs, and trailers. 
Check out the full lineup on our BMW Motors Facebook page. At BMW Motors in Arcadia, we really do bleed tech blue. Hey, come on out to where you come out better. BMW Motors in Arcadia. You can feel it in the air. You can hear it under your feet. And when you see our trucks, winter is on the way. Be prepared with O'Neill Gas. Family owned and operated since 1952, O'Neill Gas is dependable as the products and services we offer. Propane deliveries, tank rentals, installation, and repairs, all by trained and certified professionals who make regular routes in your area. Call today to find out about our delivery options. From our home to yours, O'Neill Gas. I'll never forget that moment. Never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. It started with a phone call. I got the text when I was at work. My first call up ever as a member of the National Guard. This was it, the real deal. When we got to the armory, they briefed us on the wildfires, how they were getting dangerously close to homes. It was amazing to be a part of this massive operation. Helicopters were going up with huge buckets to drop water on the fires. Some of the guys in the unit were preparing for firefighting with local fire crews. We went out in Humvees to help with the evacuations. At that moment, I got my first taste of just how important the Guard is to my community. See how the Guard can be an important part of your life at NationalGuard.com. Discover what it means to be a citizen soldier, to serve locally as well as globally. Look into the benefits including career skills and money for college. Take a moment. Go to NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters in this station. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Top of the 7 o'clock hour, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk, 97.7. We're wide open. Get us on the O'Neill Gas Hotline or text line triple eight. No more script the rest of the show, BC. Nine nine three seven seven six. No, no more script. We've been a little off script all night. Had trouble finding guests. Everybody's checked out for the year. When do you get to the like? What's this time of year like? Like uh, just for, chaos. Well, at home, busy. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so I'm kind of blessed that. Work with a lot of municipalities and, and cities and found it. So like this is my slow time For work. Of year. Now there's other things at work that I that I take care of at this time of year because the regular stuff is not. But it's typically a low pressure time of year for me. But the home front with kids is just. I mean, it's really just trying to maintain. Like let's let's say yes to to a third of the things that we get invited to slash could possibly it's go do of, instead of 100% of the things that we get about. You know, it's like, I don't need to see every Christmas light in the state of Louisiana. But close. Christmas, but yeah, we, maybe we, a third of them. Oh, I can't that. tell you how many times I've seen our neighborhood Christmas lights over the last month. Oh. Just drive to I look mean, at them. You can only see Santa so many times before you start to put it together that maybe this guy, maybe uh, there's more than one. Uh, we, every, day, every day this week, and it will continue, Believe we've woke up and eaten a piece of candy before breakfast. Well, I tell you, if anything goes on, I mean, like, y'all, we're we're on y'all celebrate roll. like... Everything you can possibly celebrate. Oh, there ain't no doubt about that. Mrs. PTB will throw a party for anything she can possibly throw a party for. 
Let's go ahead. Go to the O'Neill Gas Hotline. We are joined by Rafe. Rafe, what you got for us tonight? Man, I've been trying to check the temperature of just some overall outlook on tech athletics, and it's bad. Below freezing. It's, the general populace. It's it's bad. I mean, it's. I mean, the the deal is you're in a conference that is losing its best members. Not to mention the the you know, best member of, of uh, Conference USA just lost the Sunbelt's best, but so what? I mean, it's bad. So football, not not a good vibe, man. It's just not, I mean, I've followed it for a long time, and it's, it's game day, you know, the enthusiasm about it, it's not good. I mean, it's about the product, really. I mean, it's, we could talk about all the stadium attractions and this and that but it's really about what was what the team looks like let me ask you this basketball let me ask you this about okay, football, full, football real quick can tech compete in this era like can we get back to a level from an entertainment standpoint where we get those fans back like do you really believe that well troy can that's fair South Alabama can. Fair. i mean you know what i'm saying like i mean yeah yeah they can and, and there's not a you know, we can point at this and point at that, but really it's in the mirror. I mean, the the bottom line is you got to get better players. you got to coach better. you got to provide some entertainment for the fans. They'll come out, but we, we, we're not going to get, you know, we're not in position to buy you every single gadget you need to be successful. You have to be successful, you know, like a Dykes was, like a Holtz was early on. Like, a, you know, you have to be successful, and then you'll generate interest. But you can't say, Oh yeah, we're not good, so give us something. I mean, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, it's just the general fan is is moving on to the next thing. You know, you got with basketball. I mean, you can't you can't lose the SFA at all. I mean, now you can. I mean, don't get me wrong; it didn't end the season, but but when Northwestern State beats them in Natchitoches or whatever, and we lose them at home, that's mm-hmm. a that's a problem. Yeah, you know, that's a problem because I mean they got. NSU has a new coach. I mean, what would they do? Would they have a bunch of no? They they beat them. They they beat them at their home court. Now baseball really does have that vibe, but I mean, I hate to say it, but it doesn't reach as many people. I mean, I agree with that. There's there there's a lot of people that care about it, but when you get into what what you know, general high school students, the general you know, common fans sitting over in Bossier, sitting over in Shreveport, sitting over. They're they're not interested necessarily in baseball, college baseball, but they not that they wouldn't, you know, rep it and if it was doing well, but you're not gonna have people driving in droves just to Yeah, you're you know, you're not gonna get fifteen thousand for a baseball game. No, no, that's it's just not gonna happen. I mean it's it's a great thing, it's a it's a good sport to be good in, but if, unless you're good in either football and or basketball, men's basketball that then you're not gonna you're not gonna reach the general populace because that's where most people's minds are. And so I mean I think it's not that I'm saying it's gonna stay bad and it's but right now back to back thirty nine seasons, that's not good. I mean it's just you know, there's you you're basically uh going over to the stadium just to hang out with friends if you're like me. I mean yeah. we we hang out, we tailgate, we we do it. But but it's really I mean, can I get somebody else to come? Not really. I mean, why would they do that? Yeah. So um that that's it's not to be a Debbie Downer, but that's the facts. I mean, so you you're gonna have to 
find lightning in a bottle. It could be Cumbie, it could be Hester, but you're going to have to make the right hire. You're going to have to put a, a good product on the floor, not make excuses, grind it out, and, and compete in order to draw fans. That's my opinion. Good stuff. Appreciate it, Rafe. All right, man. That's a really interesting call, though. Like, Rafe comes to all football games, all basketball games. Like, I mean, he's probably like, I mean, he's into the program probably a little bit more than the, I mean, obviously more than the average fan. But he, he's got a good point, though. Like, football and basketball move the needle. Baseball, like, to move the needle baseball-wise, like he said, like you're not reaching 15,000 fans inside the Love Shack. And that's not to take away anything that they've done. They're clearly the best program on campus right now. And, and the most exciting. Let me, yes, they are. I agree. Let me hit you with this little, this little fact. All right. You're not going to like it. All right. I think a spring sport, spring outdoor sport, is probably hard to nail down a bunch of people. I agree with that. Because uh, everybody's feeling a little frisky coming out of winter, feeling like, hey, I want to go outside Get and out, do, do things. some stuff. Yeah. Sometimes that people are, I want to go outside and watch baseball. Yeah. Sometimes it's, I want to go outside and do other things. Have a picnic. Have a picnic. Now, basketball, there ain't nothing going on. It's cold. It's rainy. Might as well go to the tech. It's inside. That's why I did so well in Alaska. That's why it's important to be good. That's right. Football, you better be good enough to get me to come out and sit. In well, you're outside. in the South, yeah, though. you're in the South. Like, now, Rafe makes a good point, though. Like, and I'm not saying any of our coaches aren't like this, but like, like you said, like you can't be the one that says. And like I said, I'm not saying tech coaches are like this, but like you can't say, "Hey, we're not good because of this. We're not good because of that." I think that probably is what happened at the end of Skip's era. It was like, "You're not giving me this, so I can't do that." And like, that's why it was time to go. But like, you got to have roll your sleeves up. We play in Conference USA with Sam Houston State and Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee and New Mexico State, and we're going to figure out how to get it right, and we're going to figure out how to get it right and make it fun as heck while we're doing it. Yeah, and, and unfortunately that for a lot of people, it ain't fun unless you're scoring 50 a game. You have to, and, and, like, and that's, they might not be fair. And I was just thinking, like, I don't care about the bouncy houses, uh, the, like, the, the gimmicks, the parade fair of a football game. Like the problem with tech is that compared to other schools is if you ain't got 40,000 in the stadium, like you're not creating the environment that really brings people there. Like, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like it, that's what excites me. I want to go and I want to be like, dang, it's loud in here. Uh, there's a lot like people like to be where other people are. If they, if there's a lot of people there all about the same thing, that'll carry Way more yeah, energy there. If Tabes is than, there, the like, promotion, I gotta be there. than a timeout promotional thing going. Because I tell you what's not working is the 647 timeouts in a football game is not keeping 8,000 fans entertained. Like, it's I not. don't care what gimmicks you got going on, but you got a stadium full of 60,000 people and there's roars going. Like, and you, you're looking around going, everybody's here. Like, that. That'll sustain a little bit. It's get, you got to create, though. like Which will never happen in Ruston. No. I'm not saying that. But your own field product, as far as an entertainment value, like that has to be first and foremost what gets fans and to the game. culture of fans. And I know you have to get fans there to change the culture of fans, but like you and I, there ain't a bone in our body that believes Tech's ever going to have 25,000 fans every Saturday in that stadium. We know that. There's no amount of gimm- like To me, if you're having to work on the off-field gimmicks, like then you've already lost. Like, 
Yeah. You're just not going to have the environment that, that you really want besides the people that are just like diehard going to buy season tickets no matter what. No, but I will say this, though. I think that like if your entertainment value is very good, I think that you can use like you have the opportunity to use those gimmicks to build you an extra however many fans. Like, is that the sole reason you're coming? No. But it's like, Beck, are you going to the Tech game this weekend? Yeah, I am. They have this and that and the other. I think you guys would really enjoy it this week. It's like that might be what sells your friend that's not the huge fan as far as the entertainment value, but they're going to come out because you're there, whoever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I guess I just don't like – I don't care about that fan. No, I agree with – no, I know what you're saying. Like, what you're saying is like – Those if are you the have, fans that leave at halftime. Exactly. If you got to have a bouncy house to come to a football game, like – you ain't really that coming. Yeah. You're like, not you're there. not really there. Like, if you got to have the Whataburger Challenge, like, you ain't really there. If you got to have, here comes champ, you ain't really there. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I just, I think we talk about our expectations all the time. Like, what do we truly expect? My true expectations is this. I'll be completely honest with you. Score 40-plus points a game at yep, home. 100%. I can deal if you, I can deal with a forty two forty one overtime loss like we had against Rice this year. I can deal with that once a year. Yep. I don't like it, but like that game left the game me. with some emotion. Yeah, and the, your emotion wasn't total disgust. It was man, exactly. like five minutes ago, my heart rate was going hundred million beats a minute. I can deal with eighteen to twenty thousand people there every week. Yep. I can deal now. Listen, if that eighteen to twenty thousand, like you got to give me some college students though. Like, I'm not giving the university a pass on that. Like, like they're in college on your campus. Yeah, like, have the football players interrupt class one day. Have the football players freaking go pick them up. But, like, you got to get, like, I, my environment can't be created by, from a bunch of 30 to 65-year-olds. Yeah, I, I, you're right. Like, college football is great because of what students and student sections make it. And I'm sorry, like, you and I were at Tech, like, 10 years ago. Like, it wasn't that long ago. And I can remember sitting in the Joe watching a 4-7 and seven Derek Dooley team that ran two tight ends and a fullback and a running back, and it was boring as all get-out-to-watch at times. But dead gummit if there weren't 4,000 students there every game. Yeah. I don't know what happened. It was just what you did on Saturday. And that's not to say that everybody didn't go to the Rev after the game. It's not to say that you didn't go to the fraternity house and have a good time. But, like, when Saturday, when the ball was put on the tee, you were there. And I don't know what went wrong. But it obviously, like, I don't think you'll convince me that Tech's quality of student hates sports now that much more than the student did 10 years ago. It's just ago. not like they're getting here and it's not part of the experience. Like, and like exactly, people, you have to make it the them, experience. Well, yeah, the people in front of them aren't doing it. Uh, it's hard. I mean, you got the. You probably have a lot of freshmen that are just eager to be like, "Oh, I go to college football games," but they quickly realize like this ain't where it's at. What's the class you got to take? University seminar. Yeah. You should be required to go to all six home games, all five home games. Yeah, there's just no. And way if you, you don't go, yeah. and if you don't go, you don't graduate till you do it one year. <laughs> How's that sound? For a commuter school, that's going to work great. How do you like them apples? Yeah. Gosh. All right, let's go ahead. There next time out. We come back, we'll put a bow on it. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7.
Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. snap of a football can only mean one thing. A cold snap's not far behind. And while the bleachers can get a bit chilly, your home doesn't have to. Now's the time to fill your propane tank with a call to O'Neill Gas. We'll keep your tanks full all season long so your family stays warm and comfortable. For a limited time, get a free pressure check with your first fill-up. So remember, when that whistle blows, we're your best defense against the cold. From our home to yours, O'Neill Gas. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. At Louisiana National Bank, you are more than just a number. You are a part of a team. This is B.J. Williamson with the Bulldogs. Whether you're opening your first checking account or need a loan to start a new business, Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dream, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show as we wrap it up on a Tuesday night. BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor. Beck, I love that flannel you wear. Yeah, tonight. thanks. This is flannel weather, my friends. You I break it out home. in uh, old wintertime? Yeah, but do I, you know, usually it's like if it drops below 70, you're going to see a flannel. Can you wear a flannel to work? Nope. But you better believe as soon as I get home. Are you wearing a blazer these days to work? A blazer? No, never. A little have. chilly? No, okay. No, I'm a more of a. I love a quarter zip. I'm a big quarter zip. You guy. are. You look great in a quarter Thank zip. Thank you. Uh, let's go to the O'Neill Gas Hotline. Joined by Cookie. Cookie, what you got for us tonight? Hey, fellas. I, I'm just sitting here listening to y'all, and I, I remember about three years, three or four years ago. It may may not be that long, but I remember us. Well, I remember y'all talking about, well, we're going to a bowl game, but we need something more. Now, <laughs> we're at the point where, and I remember my point was, I was happy, and I was happy at the time, I was happy with Holt. And I was happy with going to a bowl game. I was excited about that, excited about seeing my Tech Bulldogs in the postseason. But I knew... I could start sensing when COVID hit and everything that, and I told y'all this last year, I said Skip was getting stale. Mm -hmm. And that's what I felt like. And I still feel to this day. And y'all made the comment that he, oh, he needs this and he needs this. No. Maybe, you know, coaches, a good coach is like Andy Reid. And and I'm not saying this because he's my chief's coach. I'm saying this because, there was a change in Andy Reid when he went from Philadelphia to 
to Kansas City. I could see it because he changed the way he coached and the way he he was he was very conservative. I felt like when he was in Philadelphia. When he's come to Kansas City, he was different. Maybe if Skip would have changed his philosophy and get out of his comfort zone, then maybe things would have been different. I'm not sold on Cumbie. I've never. I still. I, I just was not sold on him because I didn't understand. If he did such a great job at Texas Tech, why didn't they take him, even look at him as their head coach? That was my thing. I don't know what the answer is, but I'm telling you, I'm missing the days of the bowl game. And I know it's just two or three years past. I agree with you. That's all. I just would like a bowl game. And I'm fearful now with the Conference USA, the way it's going to look. We have a possibility. I don't even know what teams are. Well, I've heard some of the teams, but I don't. Are we going to, you know, what are people going to think of? Oh, well, Texas in the bowl game now, but Conference USA's got nothing. So, you know, I don't know what the answer is. I remember when I was, I remember one of the reasons why I went to Tech. Um, back in the early 90s, I went to a game, Tech versus East Tennessee State University. And I went to the game. I was with Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and I watched that game. And I watched Tech, and I watched how they played, and I was like, wow, this is something special. And that was back in the Joe Raymond Peace days. You don't see that anymore. You don't see people into it, don't invested into it like back then. And I don't know what the answer is. I really don't. I just know that for me personally, I want a bowl game. Good stuff. So, Appreciate it, um, Cookie. All right, y'all have a good one. No, I, I, I mean, he's dead on. I mean, no, I agree with him though. Like, like at this point, and like, I, I don't know. We probably did come in here and say like, hey, bowl game, like, forget it. Like, we want to win a conference championship, and that's probably like. But yeah. all those years we were in bowl games, we were like, we were there. We were one or game away. It was from so a normal. Yeah, yeah, it was just like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna break through one of these years. But you loved a bowl game, but like, we were always in contention. For the most part. Time. Yeah. And then, like, there is – when you're like that for several years, man, it is a tough fall from grace to be 3-9 and nine and not in contention and and not really looking up. Now – No, I'm like Cookie, though. Like, man, you give me a bowl game right now. That's I, like, I'll just take that Yeah, but I hate run. even being there. Like, oh, I just want – like, we shouldn't be there. We should be like, man, why aren't we winning conference championship every year? Like, that's where I want to be. I mean, yeah, right. but, but yeah, at the same – Yeah, next year if we go to a bowl, we're like, yeah, but we're playing – Cattle Magnet Middle School every year. Like, of course we're going to a bowl. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like I, I think that I just want to get back to a bowl game. Like, that's going to mean that, like, you're in contention. You're in and you're out for your conference championship. Like, like who's going to win a conference championship every year outside of Bama, right. Ohio right. State, you know. But that's what I want to be mad about. I want to be mad that we just missed out on a conference. Like, yeah, you know I what agree. Yeah. And we got an unnamed texter says the new conference at USA will be a lot tougher than most think. Liberty will be hard to deal with. Some pretty experienced coaches on the new team. Oh, I agree. 100%. No, Jerry Kill at New Mexico State's going to do a good job. Kerry, uh, Casey Keeler at Sam Houston's going to do a good job. Rich Rods at Jacksonville State. I, I think the new Conference USA is going to be a lot just, more difficult. It's just teams that people aren't used to hearing or caring about. Yeah, and I think it's going to take some time for the conference to kind of establish itself in this new era. But he made a good point about Skip, too. I mean, I think that's what wore people down with Skip. Like, 
Dude, nothing's changed. Like, the last game not going forward on fourth and one or fourth and two, like, that That just, told you everything. That was the that was the RPG in the coffin. Like, yeah. it's just, dude, this is the problem. Like, change. Do something. And so, I don't care. Like, it's just something had to happen. I agree. And come be like, we've said it a thousand times. He gets a pass for last year for me. I'm still optimistic. I, but you're no, right. I will say, like, you better show like significant improvement in year two. There better be some, yeah. And I appreciate some of his willingness to to adapt and make changes, but it got to be a little less sloppy this year. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I want for Christmas from Tech. Here comes Champ. Just got to go. You don't have to give me any present. That'll be enough. All right, I got mine. You ready? Yeah. You're gonna love it. Love it. It's here. Gimme. Give me a quarterback that's a captain on the football team. Woo-hoo! I need a captain. Oh, go captain, my be, captain. He can be the backup. Just give me a QB one or two that is a captain. I walked in here this afternoon and Taves was hollering about Captain Kirk talking about Kirk Cousins, and I ain't looking for a Kirk Cousins. You like that? <laughs> hey, fantasy playoffs this week. Yeah. Uh, me, me and, and you, semifinals, are, baby. We are in the semifinals. Not we gonna meet for a title next week. I tell you what, I'm about ready for this season to be over because are you? Ben is the biggest cyber bully of all time. <laughs> I mean, we'll just come in, just hunched over, acting like a little sissy girl in person, but behind that phone, he talks a big game <laughs> like it's daddy's league. It's my league. It's been my league from day one. Got zero championships in his history. Now, he got a decent squad this year. My boy Tyreek going to go off this week. There is uh, – are you playing Are you playing your brother? Yeah. So, there's guaranteed to be a Carlisle in the championship, which that is rough. I mean, that is a that is a realization that – that's like a Southern Miss. Maybe a, one day your son can join the league. Or we can guarantee a Haynes in it. Like, that's, yeah, that's basically like saying you guarantee Southern Miss in the conference championship. Woo! I mean, that's rough. That's rough. But I'm still a little bit in the, hey, I'm just glad we're going to a bowl game, a.k.a. just glad I'm in the playoffs and not losing. Oh, you're definitely in there. Yeah, and Ben's looking for hey, a Hey, you're popping champagne bottles <laughs> all week. Hey, when you, hey, I'm not feeling great about the squad. I had a really good team uh, throughout the year, but some things have happened. And uh, But you got my boy Trevor Lawrence, so you yeah, should be fine. Picked up T-Law. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Been a fun show tonight. I want to thank all you guys for calling and texting in on the O'Neill Gas Hotline. Uh, we'll be back same time, same place next week for Beck Haynes, for our producer, John Tabor. I'm BC. Thanks for listening. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. He said it, that he, during his career, he missed all this stuff. And all of a sudden, he's going to go to a, a, a wedding? Uh, Jax in Kansas City, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Jax? Rob Parker, thank you for taking my call, sir. My yes, good sir. brother, Chris. My good brother, Chris Musar. What's going on, Noop? What's up, Noop? How are you? I'm good, brother. I'm good. I appreciate it. I have two points, and I'm out your way. Uh, 
Number one, man, I just think that the idea that Todd Bowles 